Ladies and gentlemen and Corner Kick fam, welcome back to Pod Taken Quickly. We're going to give our quick reactions to the 2020 FA Cup final, which we just witnessed. We're watching the Arsenal players celebrate on the field right now after a 2-1 victory over their London rivals in Chelsea. And we've just witnessed Mikel Arteta pick up his first trophy in his first season of management at Arsenal. I'm joined by Caleb Rhodes. Hello. Obviously, we would like to have our resident Arsenal expert and fan, Nathan Strauss, here, but he is uh, away due to personal reasons. However, we did get to watch him celebrate via Zoom, which is fun to witness. So we wish him the best, as I'm sure he's celebrating right now. But Caleb, this game had a little bit of everything. It had some CP, Christian Pulisic, American Magic in the first half. Yeah, But I think we saw that Arsenal really arose to the occasion. And you had a prediction before this game. Which yes. came to fruition. Yes, I feel very justified in my prophetic skills. I predicted that whoever scored first would lose. Um, and I was correct because I didn't think that that would also, you know, involve half of Chelsea's players going off injured. But I can't predict everything. It was, it was, it was a pretty entertaining game, though, especially in the first half. I mean, Chelsea came out of the gates really fast, penning Arsenal back, grabbing the first goal. Always good to see Pulisic, you know, continuing to cement his budding star status. Then, of course, the penalty. I don't know. I was I was entertained for at least 45 minutes of this game. Yeah, I would agree. I think the first 45 minutes, both teams showed a lot of quality, especially Mason Mount linking up with Giroud, linking up with Pulisic. I think... Arteta, the thing that I've said time and time again is that he's given this Arsenal team a spine and a resiliency that I think maybe in years past, if they had gone behind 1-0 to Chelsea in a huge final, we would have seen Chelsea start to pull away. But instead, Arsenal put themselves back together and they looked like the dominant team for the remainder of the game. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it was interesting to see two 3-4-3s go up against each other. And I think we saw some really good play and some really well-matched play a lot of the time. But definitely, you know, Arsenal have shown over the past, even before Emery um, and during sort of Wenger's last years, that the FA Cup is a, a place and a space and Wembley Stadium in particular where they come alive. And I've, they've kept up that streak. And honestly, getting into the Europa League is so, so, so important for them. It's huge. Because otherwise, I think, you know, a player like Abemiang might just have dipped. And so now at least they have something to look forward to and something to kind of buoy them going forward. I guess my question is, how important is it that Arteta has already put his hands on his first trophy as a manager of Arsenal? How can this be a jumping off point for him in the future, especially considering that managers like Maurizio Pochettino at his rival club, Tottenham Hotspur, never picked up a trophy. And he's already starting to accumulate silverware as a very, very new manager in the game. Yeah, I think it's huge, especially for a team that's not going to have a ton of money to throw around and improve the team. In that sense, Chelsea, you know, like winning wasn't as essential for them because they already have, you know, Champions League place. They already have several players coming in this summer. Obviously, I think it's not a good result for Chelsea. I mean, they still have to play Bayern. And, you know, losing half their team to injury is definitely not great in that respect. But I think it was very essential for Arteta's program to sort of get a statement win here against their London rivals um, and to set them up for, you know, things to come with a squad that's not going to change, you know, massively in the next seven weeks. Caleb, there's one man that we need to talk about today, and that is the scorer of the two goals, 
Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. We know he's angling for a new deal at Arsenal to keep him at the club for long term. We know he's 31 years old and he's looking to remain in Arsenal for the near future. Is it a case of they just got to give this guy that 250,000 pounds a week? They just have, they have to give him whatever he wants at this point, right? Dude, I would say in very Arsenal fashion, but sort of in a twist, they should give him 251,000 <laughs> pounds a week. I think he is he is their man. There's nobody else on this team that is actually a world-class player. I think he can still score 20 league goals next year, considering they don't have a lot of money to throw around. They can't let him go. They can't let him go. And even if that's a lot of money, especially for a player over the age of 30, it doesn't matter. Like if they let him go, they would just fall even further down the table. They just have to give him anything he wants. Dude, I think <laughs> it's a case of anything he asks for at this point, you give it to him. Private jet, Rolls Royce, Lamborghinis, luxury house in central London. It doesn't matter at this point. You give him that money and more because this man edifies everything that Arsenal is about and that work rate that I think Mikel Arteta is trying to implement in the squad. And like you're saying, he's their only real world-class talent. And Nathan Strauss, our resident Arsenal fan, was saying on the call that he thinks he's probably the most impressive player to come through the Arsenal gates since Thierry Henry, which is a big, big comparison. They definitely need to keep Aubameyang on for the foreseeable future for whatever they're building at this Arsenal project. Turning our focus to Chelsea... A lot of injuries today on the pitch, but I think their season, especially the end of it, is going to be summarized by those cutaway shots that we saw of Timo Werner watching from the distance at Wembley. So maybe you could say that this game certainly isn't going to mean a lot for the long term of Chelsea, but I think in the present tense, the injuries and the loss in a huge cup final during Frank Lampard's first season at the club is going to mean something going forward and it's about how they rebound from this right Caleb yeah absolutely I'm sure Lampard looking into the stands really wished he could bring on Werner really wished he could bring on Ziyech today but he he can't obviously but I think you have to think right in a future where those players are available this is a very very different game and so I think it's a testament to you know what he's done with the team that he was able to get them this far but I think, once again, Chelsea are going to be a completely different beast next year, led by some scintillating Germanic talent. Do you think this game changes at all if Pulisic and Aspilicueta are able to stay on the pitch? Yeah, I mean, I think Lampard was really constrained in what he could do, especially once Aubameyang scored the penalty. I mean, Aspilicueta pulling up, who is their best defender, I would say, is definitely not good for a team that, whose defense is poor. Pulisic had been their most dynamic attacker all day. Really unfortunate. It looks like hamstring injury for him. And so I think having to make two early subs, and you know, even though you get five subs, you can only make them at three instances, really limited and hampered what he could do. And he was also constrained even before that, thinking about how like Willian was out injured, how N'Golo Conte couldn't make it off the bench because he's just coming back fit. So I, I think Lampard did not have a lot of choices to make today which is just unfortunate um, I mean the flip side of that as you could say you know like great managers find a way to fight that adversity but this kind of felt a little bit to me like and this is honestly giving Arsenal way too much credit like the Euro 2012 finals where like Spain were sort of the ascendant team 
but then like the entire Italy defense got injured. Like it was like Chiellini was off, Benucci was off. Aubameyang has just dropped the FA Cup and broken it in half. <laughs> <laughs> if that is not an omen for next season and his future at Arsenal. <laughs> Okay. Okay. okay, okay, we have to revise our earlier statement. Give him everything but the FA Cup. Oh my god, it's broken entirely. The base is completely off the cup, and he's just raising the top half of it. Okay, okay, this is weird though. Before the game started, before the game started, they were like, the cameraman was like circling the FA Cup, and I don't know, some like FA guy was dealing with it and the top was very clearly separated from the base and it looked like he was like trying to screw it back on so i don't know if it was all of bevying or whether there was like literally like a screw loose but he definitely... dropped it there <laughs> <laughs> he just like <laughs> he was about to bring it over to celebrate and like let the champagne flow in the man just like drop it on the ground <laughs> well that puts him in good company with sergio ramos <laughs> <laughs> who famously dropped the uh what was it la liga title and had it run over by the team bus oh my God. <laughs> well i think let's from the fa cup uh, trophy breaking let's talk about the importance of these injuries for chelsea we know they have to travel to munich to try and overcome a pretty massive deficit in the champions league caleb pedro going off today pulisic going off today club captain espilicueta going off today a Kovacic suspension, which I don't think is going to play much part in UEFA competition, but it's still important to note. No chance that this team is going to be able to overcome their deficit in Munich. And are there going to be questions about five weeks from now, these players' fitness being ready to go for the next season? Yeah, I mean, like, even before these injuries, nobody... I think Munich are the best team in Europe right now, or the best team left in the Champions League. Um, I think City aren't quite as consistent. And I don't think anybody thought Chelsea were going to overcome it. So honestly, I think they just need to like let Munich win 5-0 and like get on with it. Honestly, like don't even play some of your other players, like throw in some youngsters. Just try to keep as many people fit as possible because the Champions League is not the focus right now. The focus has to be getting ready to hit the ground running in the next Premier League season in September because Chelsea will definitely be thinking that they should be in the title conversation. Yeah, and I think the last thing we want to touch on is the future of this Chelsea team in terms of defense. Like you were saying, they were very, very poor today and have been all season, conceding over 50 goals in the Premier League, having what putting up really relegation-threatened defensive numbers, in all honesty, yeah. and being saved a lot of times by their midfield and their attack. We know that they've already brought in Werner and Ziyech and are looking at bringing in Kai Havertz. But like you said, if Lampard is going to prove himself as a great manager... Does he need to think about bringing in new defenders? I mean, they've just focused all their money on offense this year. I think what's more likely is that they try to find a new keeper this summer. I mean, I think that their defense is not up to scratch generally. But, you know, having the goalkeeper with the worst save percentage in the Premier League doesn't help either. Um, and I think this is something you mentioned, you know, when we were talking during the FA Cup. Like, just buying even just like an English keeper like Nick Pope or someone like that could just be huge. Not that expensive experience in the league and almost undoubtedly not going to only save like half of the shots he faces yeah i think the fact that lampard has been extremely reliant on 37 year old willie caballero tells the entire story about what's going on at chelsea with keppa i think they're gonna be looking to offload him sounds like valencia is an option for a short-term loan and then a buy during the next season or whenever they can afford to purchase a keeper of his value 
but I certainly think they should look for a domestic option at that position who can come in and make an immediate impact. A keeper with just a little bit of competency can really improve the defensive blushes of any team. And I just think it's more likely than them trying to like buy a bunch of center backs. I, I just think it's an easier upgrade. I mean, I wish they bought Nathan Ake back, but it looks like he's going to go to City. But I think that would have been a natural fit considering he's a former Chelsea youth. We just got a text from Nathan Strauss saying that VAR checked the Emmy Martinez handball and that he was in the box which is what matters. So yeah, there were certainly a few refereeing issues that mired this game. I just kind of wanted to get your take on that. Obviously, we saw Kovacic getting uh, sent off for a questionable foul in a clash with Granit Xhaka. What did you make of the VAR and refereeing situations that happened in this game, which I think certainly are going to be up for discussion? Yeah, I mean, as ever with VAR, it's, it's never that clean. I think that Kovacic probably should have gotten that second yellow. I, I think his first tackle was definitely a yellow. I think it was late. He was continuing to be kind of aggressive and picked up several fouls in the second half. So I'm not sure it was necessarily that foul itself that got him the second yellow that like should have been the red, but I think it was just like an accumulation of fouls um, that ended up biting him. And, and like, once again, he was in a midfield that wasn't set up to sort of, like tackling is not Kovacic's bread and butter. He is a sort of shuttler player who's very attack-minded. And so not having a player like Conte in the midfield just puts a kind of uncomfortable burden on him, especially in a sort of flat two. Well, with that being said, congratulations to Arsenal, your 2020 FA Cup winners. Perhaps a new era being ushered in for both of these clubs next season. Timo Werner coming in for Chelsea. And we'll see what happens in terms of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang for Arsenal. Just pay the man. It's that simple. And give him some super glue. <laughs> give him some super clue for that broken FA Cup trophy. We'll be back to you tomorrow with the Corner Kick Awards, which will be coming to your ears very, very soon. But with that being said, I've been Nick Vinden. I'm Caleb Rhodes. This has been Pod Taken Quickly, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>